Mean Old Lion Media presents Wardrobe Boss. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Wardrobe Boss podcast. I'm really glad you decided to stop by today. I'm your host, Eliza Perilla, and I am the Wardrobe Boss. I'm a personal wardrobe stylist and a home organizer, and I created this podcast to enlighten people with information that can hopefully help serve you. So that's what I'm here for. Uh, today, my guest is an actor who authentically has a bold, beautiful, happy personality. She is the walking definition of lights up a room. And if you were ever in a room with her, I guarantee you would feel her sunshine. Talitha Farrow, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here today. I'm so happy to be here, Eliza. Love you. <laughs> I love you more. Uh, I Today I wanted to talk about the art of shopping. You know, how to shop wisely, stay on a budget and pick pieces that you know, pick pieces with purpose, right? And the reason I wanted to talk to you about it, Talitha, because you're a person that every single time I see you, you always look great. You always have a well-curated outfit. You have great colors. You have prints that complement your personality, but it never looks like you're trying too hard. Like, I don't see that you get up in the morning and spend an hour figuring out what you're going to wear and come home to clothes all over your bed. It, I just don't get that from you. So um, would you say that you own a whole lot of clothing? Are you a minimalist or are you somewhere in between? I probably own a whole lot of too many clothes. <laughs> I would say I shopping is totally my therapy. And if I didn't shop, I probably would save money if I went to therapy. <laughs> I love shopping. It, 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 it makes me happy. It's a happy place to be. Whether it's buying a pair of socks or an accessory, it, it just makes me feel so great, you know, any day. See, that's good to know because I didn't picture you as a person to have a whole lot of clothing <laughs> because you make it look easy, right? And so that's cool. It's like a singer. You don't want them, you don't want to be like, oh my gosh, that person is screaming, right? You want to enjoy <laughs> the music. So uh, how do you approach shopping yourself. <sighs> I, I love it. So I grew up doing, I worked in retail for a bit. I've worked in different stores and brands. So I kind of fell in love with that. But I always love to say growing up, and I will never forget one of the first things I called my mother in the middle of the day. And I said, Mom, you have to go buy this velour sweatsuit for me. She thought there was like an emergency at school. And I was like, no, <laughs> a pink velour sweatsuit. I need it tomorrow. And she came home and she had it. And that was like the beginning of just loving clothes and just to, to accessorize like my personality. I love patterns and colors. And but I do think there is, you know, things, staple items that, that you have to have and you bounce from there. You have to have those staple things that can kind of go with everything, go with anything. And then it's the accessories, the fun, the prints, the fun little yes. add-ons. And there's an art to that. Yeah. So you're an actor, you sing mm -hmm. beautifully, and you live Thank in you. So yeah. what so those three things, right, say that that you work hard for your money and that it's not consistent. You don't have a job, right? So when you right. acting, you get money like in chunks here and there, right? That's how it works. Yes. And you live in Manhattan, so that means your your apartment isn't the size of maybe what someone else's apartment or, or closet space isn't closet space in the rest of the world. So how do you manage this? 
Well, I definitely do a little bit of a switch over for seasons. Like okay. I'm about to do a nice summer to sp- uh, spring from winter to spring switch over, which is like having storage space in my closet in my apartment. I'm blessed wow. to have space in my apartment, okay. um, but you definitely can't keep it all in there because it doesn't fit. Um, and I think it is like really making conscious choices about pieces. Like, you know, you have to choose wisely when you don't have space because space is a huge constraint. And then like budget, you have to think like, well, what am I splurging on a piece for something for an event or a a party that I'm having? Or do I want, you know, to, you have to make those choices. You do choose between what you want and don't want, you know, in those situations with the money and the space. (laughs) Would you say that you have a complete wardrobe and then you add and subtract as needed? Yes, for sure. I definitely have, when I am cleaning and doing laundry, I want to go to a Steve Jobs all black situation because I'm like, where are all these clothes coming from? (laughs) But it is definitely like, I don't need to keep shopping. It's just getting those little additions. Like I'm like, you have all these pants, it's just getting tops. Or if you want a fun dress for something or more shopping for like specific things as opposed to like really needing to get a whole lot of wardrobe. And that's what I was going to ask you. So would you say that you're a mission driven shopper an impulse, an impulse shopper or a bargain shopper? I would say between a mission and a bargain. Cause I do love a good bargain. Don't okay. you love a good bargain? Absolutely. <laughs> So I love a good bargain and I, my, my mother thinks I'm a crazy shopper because I will stock like an item that I like and I will follow it and follow it and I may buy it, but I will still get a price adjustment always, always and forever. (laughs) Now you are speaking my language because I've never heard anybody besides myself say I will stock an item and I will stock an item because like you working in retail, when you know what it costs to make something and then you know the markup and then you know the retail value, like I never want to pay retail value. And most of the time that I do, it's either if I love something so much, I have to have it right now because I know when it's gone, it's gone. Or if Mm -hmm. it's a brand that never goes on sale and I'm like, okay, I know how many they make of this. I'm going to want this for this season, the next season, the next season and like that. So when you, when you shop, if it's something you love, but you know, it's retail value. Will you buy it or will you leave it? It has to be a big love. Like it has to be something that I'm like, that spoke to me and that you keep thinking about it. I like that we're like shopping. People say like, if you left the store and you're still thinking about it, you're still thinking about it. Those are the pieces that you get. Yes, of course. You, you save up, you do an extra something to get that thing you really want. But other than that, I know because working in retail, just you learn everything goes on sale. So the idea of buying it outright at full price is like mind blowing, mind blowing. I agree with that. And, you know, when you have so many other things to pay, whatever it is, right, you want to spend your money wisely. And so I think a takeaway already we're having takeaways, but is definitely spend your money wisely. I always tell my clients, have a budget and then have a top of the line budget. So that yes. way you give yourself a little wiggle room, but then you don't pass that because then you, the last thing you want to do is go home and regret. Love what right. you want, 
but regret the amount of money you spent. And now you have guilt. And who needs that? Am I right? 100%. But I also think it's a matter of like, when you're picking these items and you, you have to, it's work, but because I love it, I do the work. You have to shop around because that high end item, you probably can find it on a different site at a different place, 10% off, 30% off markdown. So it's like, it is work. But if you have like the passion for it, or if you have a friend who has the passion for it, be like, hey, I'm looking at this piece. Can you help me find it? Because you can find those designer things at other places. So that's true. Like for someone who is like, I don't have the time for that. I don't have the energy for that. Find your person in your life because there is always that person. I'm that person too. If I know I want it, and let me tell you, I'll give you a little tip in just in case you don't know this, which you probably already do, but people sleep on Amazon. Please don't sleep on (laughs) Amazon, okay? Uh, There was a dress that I wanted recently. I had an event and the dress was, I don't know, was maybe four or $500. And then I was like, you know what? I love it. I know it's worth that, but I, I'm going to look and I'm going to find it for the price I want to pay for it. Right. Cause that's the way I look at it. And she right. found it on Amazon for $200. So, um, Amazon, there's always tricks. There are always secrets. There's always a way to get it. And sometimes you can, and you have to know that there are going to be times that you have to live without an item. Talitha, do you buy pieces that go with other pieces in your closet or do you just buy what you like and hope that it works with your current wardrobe? Absolutely not. I buy pieces that go with what I have, unless it's a specialty like outfit or a one-off piece for an event or something like that. But, you know, those staple pieces, the black, the black denim, the denim, and then you, you know, matching tops and all of that, you you can make it work because you have those staple, like staple statement pieces that everyone needs in their closet. You all need those. Right. <laughs> Are you an online shopper or an in-store shopper? Ooh, this has changed over the years as I've like gotten older. I love to shop online. I don't know. I think the comfort of trying clothes on in your own house is so fun to me. And if I do shop in store, I shop like I'm shopping online. I bought multiple sizes, multiple of everything. And then I return whatever I don't want, um, which my mom thinks I'm a crazy person because I literally will buy like Five, 10, 15 pieces. I'm like, oh, I'm only keeping like two, but I want to try the array of stuff in my house and then I'll send back what I don't want. Yes. And I really think that's important. I tell clients that all the time when they first start to work with me and then they have a list of things to go shopping for. And I say, when you buy things that you really like, buy two sizes. And I'm so glad you said that because something like that, a lot of people just don't think of that. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Right. And it's not a judgment. It's not a make wrong. It's just like, be smart, be ahead of the game buy two sizes, make sure you know the return policy, right? Yes. You know, and read the reviews and look at the reviews. Sometimes the reviews come with photos. This is like- Stop, Eliza. I mean- Reviews are my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I like, I love a review with a photo because you see the outfit on a model. Unless you look just like her, Chances are it's not going to look like that on you. So, and I love sometimes the reviews have different people of different sizes wearing the same outfit. And then you're like, oh, well, okay, yeah, I like it or no, I don't like it. And that really helps you before you purchase. I cannot 
say reading the reviews is like one of my favorite things to do. One, because people say some crazy things out there and they make you laugh. But it stopped me from buying things. If I've seen like a blazer or something, I'm like, oh, that looks amazing. And someone's like, it was a really heavy material. It actually was more like an overcoat, something for outdoors. I'm like, I don't want that. I want something to wear inside. And it was so simple that quick and I didn't have to buy it. I like writing reviews too. So if I try something on, I do. I will write a review about a piece of clothing that I purchased. I've done that too, if I really love it. And because I want to help the next person if they want to buy it. If it's really bad or if it's really great, then I'll write about it because I want the next person to know. I think that's how we help each other, right? Yes, yes. So what are three of your favorite pieces in your closet? Okay, one is... You, I mean, it was like a must buy. So Lord and Taylor was going out of business. The one in the oh, huge yes. one in Manhattan Fifth Avenue. Yes. And, yes. And I got a pair. It was a fluke. I had been gone like a few times and I went one day with a friend after work and there were these Kate Spade $400 sparkly boots, not sequins, like full silver sparkles. They were $20, my size. And literally there were people following me around the store to see if I was going to put them down. I was like scared for my life. I was like, are you buying them? I was like, yes, I'm buying them. And they were like, oh, but she literally kept like trailing me until I got to the register. <laughs> and I was kind of like, even if I don't want them, I'm buying them now because everyone wants them. <laughs> That's such a New York thing. That is such a New York thing. I love it. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Um, that's my favorite. Truly my favorite pieces, which I feel like a lot of people love is when you buy something that is expensive retail and you got it so cheap. Like that, yes, they're amazing boots, but the story of them being 20 bucks is even more amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. What would you say has been, if you can remember, besides that boot, that's like your biggest score to date? <laughs> I want to say, was that my biggest score to date? I mean, that's a great one. That's a great one. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I love being able, like the coat I wore all winter this year, which coats in New York City is like a thing for me. Oh. I was always like, I'm not a coat person. And then I'm like, I cannot buy another coat. I have so many. But in New York City, you don't get to see my outfit when I'm walking to the train, riding the subway. You see my coat. So you need coats to be, you know, you're like, this is my look. It's my coat. <laughs> so I have so many. And I will say I got a coat during the pandemic. It was like a, some kind of warehouse sale. I don't even know where it was from. And it was like, this coat was probably, I got it for like 10 bucks, this winter coat. And I have gotten the most compliments ever about this coat. Every time I'm out, someone's like, I love your coat. Your coat is amazing. I'm like, if you knew I spent $10 for it. And it's, it's just, it looks <laughs> lush. It looks expensive. But that's the, those are the pieces you're like, I, I did that. <laughs> yes. Well, you have pieces like that, right? I'm assuming you have things like that. So many. Uh, so many. <laughs> I'm not a person who has a ton of clothing, right? I, I For me, that doesn't work. I like to mm -hmm. have a capsule collection and then have pieces. I like to have enough clothes that I can do a capsule collection for a couple of months, switch it out, have a new collection that I use for a couple of months and I, everything goes with everything. That's how I like to rotate my closet. Right. And, um, mm -hmm. there are, I'm always looking for, and I will be the first to admit it. I'm looking for 
not just a sale. I'm looking to score. I'm looking <laughs> for something amazing for such a great price that when someone says, where'd you get that from? Not only do I have a story to tell, I feel great about telling you this story that you're not going to believe because yes, got it. And I love doing that. And I don't care like, you know, what I paid for it. It's just the, the thing of getting a score. That's such a big deal. And in New York City, I really have to say maybe more than any other place, it's, I don't want to say it's easy, but it's, uh, you have a lot more chances of getting a great score. Like for example, there are these sample sales that come up, you know, I'm part of, I'm a member, right? And then it's mm-hmm. all the great contemporary brands. And some of the brands are my favorite brands. So if Saks to me has the best sales, so if I don't find them at Saks or Neiman's, right, these brands, then it's fine. I don't find it. But when the sample sale comes, they've even gotten smarter, the people at the sample sale. They'll <laughs> show you from this season what didn't sell. That's not going to Marshalls. That's not going to TJ Maxx. Forget about that. That's never going to happen. It's going to the sample sale because they still want to get, if it's not the 10th markup, if they can get the fifth markup, they're fine. And women in New York are smart and savvy. And they're like, I'm willing to pay the fifth markup. Let's go. And so yeah. I go to these sample sales and then I get like, I have a dress in my closet and it doesn't fit me. So I'm trying to find someone who it fits so that I can bless them with a sale. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think it's a $600 dress, but it's it looks like a $1200 dress. This dress is so gorgeous. But when I bought it, I bought it on sale and I don't know why uh, the re- the review said it ran small, so I got a bigger size and then I got it, it was too big for me. And it's a sequence dress, so you don't want to mm. But it is so gorgeous and so divine. And so sometimes I'll do that. If it, even if it's not my size, but if I find something amazing, I'm like, Eliza, buy it because there's someone who you can bless with it and sell it to them. I'm not even trying to make money off of you. Be Eliza's friend, guys. <laughs> I'm not like excited about it, but I just want you to have it. You can pay for it what I paid for it, but I just want someone to experience it. And because if I walk away, I feel like I'm doing a disservice to someone. <laughs> That is a that is a good shopper, a good friend right there. Yes. <laughs> I always think of my clients, my friends, my somebody. It will it will say someone's name and I'll say, Yep, that's for so and so and I'll buy it. And then if I don't if they don't want it, I'll figure out another way to sell it. But um yeah, that is something I do. And the thing about New York is that there's so many ways to shop and one thing that I've seen so much, and this is why I wanted to talk about shopping, is that I think that people shop, I don't want to say wrong, but it's the only word that comes to my mind. They shop the wrong way or they shop backwards. Like uh, most people shop when they need something and they're like, oh, I need a new dress. I don't want to wear that. Everyone saw me with that on Instagram. Let me go buy a new dress. But meanwhile, your your wardrobe and your closet is overstuffed with clothing. And if you could just see, right. you can know what you can wear. So I feel like it's super important to, if you don't have a fully functioning wardrobe, to build a fully functioning. Yes. Then like you, and this is exactly why I wanted you to be my guest on this topic. Like you, what you do is you just say, okay, I need to replace my little black dress. I need to refresh my white tanks. I need to Mm -hmm. 
lace top and a see-through whatever top. These are the things I need. So now you go out and you're ready. You have a list, you know what you're buying and you're just bringing, you're taking the things out that don't work. And so you're allowing room for the new things to come in. A hundred percent. And I think I have friends like, you know, who have tons and tons of things and they still have nothing to wear. I think we all hear people say that. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, put these outfits together in your mind, whatever it is, and kind of like get rid of the excess. Like if it doesn't do you a service anymore, like get rid of it, bless someone else, give it to go. Well, you know, bless someone who needs a sequin gold skirt because you're not wearing it anymore. But definitely like shop wise and find those outfits. Cause like, I literally, if you were like, please, we're going out to dinner tonight. I know an outfit in my brain already that I could throw on. Exactly. doesn't mean I want to wear it, but I could, I could piece something together without having to stand there and, go through my closet, go through my closet. And I think that's so important. And like, who wants the stress of like, I have nothing to wear every week. <laughs> but, and the people who say they have nothing to wear, if they call me in their closet, I'll find something <laughs> to wear for them in 4.7 seconds, I guarantee you. So there is something always to wear. And it's just a matter of how your closet is curated. And if you know what you have, and I think it's super important to think ahead, always think ahead, you know, have mm-hmm. those outfits that I don't know where I'm wearing this to, but it's ready to go. Like be. Yes. And when people go shopping, they should absolutely have a plan and absolutely have a budget. It's like going to a grocery store hungry and then saying, why did I spend $80 <laughs> on seven things? I, what, what was I doing? What was I thinking? I don't even eat this, but it just, the packaging looks so cool. It's the same thing when you go shopping you want to go shopping and have a plan you know so some of the takeaways are never go shopping in a rush check your closet make a list have a plan if those are the only three things you take away from this podcast check your closet make a list have a plan and you should always buy something that goes with other pieces you have and that's why i asked you that because i had a feeling you were going to say yes (laughs) and i'm so glad because it just goes to show that when you have a fully functioning wardrobe, then everything else, then it's easy to manage. Definitely. And I think a lot of people get stuck up on like, there's also the people who buy things that are on sale just because they're on sale, even though it doesn't add to your wardrobe or add to your life in any way. You're just like, well, it was on sale. So like, I have to have it. And I think that's also an issue. Whereas I always say like, it doesn't matter if it's high end, low end, expensive, non-expensive. Fashion is always with what's within you, what you like, what makes you feel good. So I've shopped everywhere from Target, my favorite, to the high, like I love a Nordstrom. I love when he does. I love all those high-end stores as well. But even um, when I was, I went to Japan, I've been to Japan twice and shopping there, like fashion is so fun and quirky. And it was even like buying just different pieces there was fun because you're like, this is just, I get just the idea to be like, oh, I got this in Japan, even if it's basic, a white t-shirt. Right. Uh, it's fun. So like having fun with fashion as opposed to being like, well, I have to have, or they're telling us not to wear skinny jeans now, or they're telling us not to what do you feel good in matters and and make it happen. Hello. I say that all the time. You are like my fashion spirits over here, Talitha. And you're right. There's a difference between a sale and a score. Uh, If you come home with something that was a sale and you're happy that you got the sale, sometimes 
If you don't really love it, you completely cheated yourself out of the score. You can cheat it. You cheated yourself out of the glory of finding the sale because now you have a piece that you got on sale, but you don't love it. If you don't love it, it should not be in your closet. And with that, I ask you, what percentage of your closet is filled with things that you absolutely love? Oh, at least 99%, 99%. If not, I, if I don't love it, I don't have it in there. Cause I just, like you said, New York city is small. We don't have the space to keep things that like, Oh, I may get may wear that again. And it's actually been sad. The pandemic, I wanted to wear all my clothes. So some days I do like put them on and like <laughs> take a photo or go to the groceries. They just, cause you're like, all of these beautiful things that I've loved are just like hanging in the closet and I'm not going to get rid of them because, because you know, you're like, you don't wear it in a year, get rid of it. No, I will wear it because I love, there are things that I really love. There are shoes that I really love because shoes are a little different for the sake of like, you know, a print shoe or a wild color. You may not be able to wear that all the time, but to have that one off when you can wear it and it's like, yes, I have this fabulous shoe and I feel amazing. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because you had on a cheetah print boot a couple of months ago. I was with my mom. She saw you with the cheetah print boots and I, Talitha, I'm not lying to you. We went and she bought, not only did she buy a cheetah print boot that she loved, she bought herself and she's 75 years old, a high top <laughs> cheetah print sneaker that looks. Yes! So, and that had nothing to do with me. That all had to, you get all the credit for that. <laughs> so, but I loved that she did that because she wouldn't even know to wear a cheetah print boot. It's just not right. But some people don't think like that. And mostly people who are scared of prints and patterns, you know, when they dare to do it, when they see it on someone else. Yes. That's when they dare to say, you know what? I think I'm ready to try that. I think that's okay. And I love that you said 99% of your, I mean, you should have seen my hat. I was like so excited. Like yes, 9%. Like, you know how many people cannot say that? It's a big deal. And it's a, um, it's just something that's going to work for your life so much. If you love 99% of your closet, because otherwise what happens is you wear something one day and you're like, Oh my gosh, I feel great. I really like this. Like my confidence is up. But then the next day you wear something and sometimes it's something you got on sale and you're like, I really don't like this that much. And it doesn't matter what your budget is. You can find a sale within what your budget is. And it does take work. Sometimes you're going to have to stock it. But if you don't love it, mm -hmm. it really shouldn't be in your closet because it's not going to serve you a purpose. And then what will happen is if you get up to eight, nine, 10 things that you bought on sale, those things can equal that one thing that you love and you told yourself, I can't afford it. Right. And you can get those staple pieces by doing it that way instead of buying the little things that you don't love. That I agree 1000% and I will continue to shop that way because it makes sense. If you love it, get it or watch it, make it work. Call your mom to look in where she lives <laughs> and definitely stock, stock, stock until you get it for the price you, you know, are, it's reasonable Let's because we know, you know, the retail price is never the price that is actually it's worth.
Right. And you, and you have to decide the, the number that you're comfortable paying for it for yourself. The number mm-hmm. that you can respect yourself with. If you're like, well, I can respect myself at $150. Well, then give yourself the room to spend the $150. But then another thing is, let's say there's something that it's like, oh my gosh, this dress came in to wherever, right? Neiman Marcus, Saks or whatever. And it was so awesome. And then it went on sale, but they didn't, I stocked it, stocked it. It went on sale. They didn't have my size. Here's a tip. Go to eBay, go to Mercari, and go to Poshmark. Get the name and address, put it in, put your size in, and look for a new one. And not all the time, but a lot of times you will be shocked that you will find it. And then now you got it for a price that you wanted to pay because it didn't work for somebody else and it's sitting in that person's closet. So that to me is where you can leverage the Poshmark, the real, real, the right. All those. <laughs> yes. Because that's how you can leverage it. And um, there was a skirt that I wanted last year from a store. It sold out and I didn't see it until one night I was on the website and I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. I'm going to buy three colors. And so I looked, they were all sold out. Of course it was sold out. Yeah. Amazing, beautiful product. So like six to eight months pass. I'm not kidding you. And I said, now let me put it in, in, I don't know, it was the real, real or Poshmark found it. My size, got it. And I paid the exact price the store was asking for. So it was okay to me that I didn't get a bargain, that it was new with tags. I've worn it. It's exactly what I've wanted. And I'm happy with it. Are brands important to you? Do you care about the brands? I do care about brands because I know my brands. And I think it's very important for people to know their brands. You know, when a brand looks good on me, I like it. When a brand has um, things, there are very few, but there are a few brands that I like most of their collection. It's a little daunting to me to buy one piece from one brand, another piece from another brand. And I mean, it's great to have all those options, but sometimes if I really like the collection, I buy more than one thing from that brand. And, um, and then I follow them and I see what they bring for the next season. So there are a few brands that I um, will shop pretty much every year. And I say, okay. not every season, <laughs> every season, but some of them are once a year. Like there's things that I love and every year I'll buy a new one. And if I, if it's a year, it's because it's something that's expensive. So I'll, mm-hmm. say, I'll wait till the new colorway comes in or they made it the same thing, but just a little bit differently. Because I'm a creature of habit and I'm more casual. Like I would say you're more dressy than I am. I'll get dressed when I need to, but I'm in people's closets all day. I'm mm-hmm. organizing closets. I'm organizing homes. Um, so I'm not apt to be running around the streets in heels. I need a cool <laughs> a cool dress, a cool skirt, a whatever, a cool jean. But that's how I like to run around the city. And then there's days like two days ago or whatever. It was a sunny day and I have this super high platform and it's just such a cool shoe and I love it. And I love feeling super tall. So I wore it to be able to, I don't know, run a couple of errands. I walked for about an hour in those shoes. By the time I got home, my feet were hurting a little bit, but 
I felt great walking in my shoes that I love. So, and I'm not going to have it if I don't love it. And again, since I don't like a lot of things, I don't like a whole gang of shoes. I don't like a whole gang of anything. I don't like it. I want to look at my closet, see what I have, pick what I like and keep it moving because my life moves very fast and I have to get dressed and go. And I just want to feel good in everything that I put on because I've always been like that since a child. And I've worked years to build a wardrobe that's functional, that's fully functional, that I can just take out, put back, take out, put back. And it's still, even if at some point the whole thing is new again, once you have a fully functioning wardrobe, it's just so much easier to maintain. And that's why you're the boss. <laughs> that's that's the definition of boss. <laughs> But I just think it's like so important, you know, some, a few other takeaways are check your items before you leave the store, like really look at them before you leave the store. You don't want like to have to go all the way back to the store. Um, when I buy brands, one of the reasons that I buy brands is because I want to do the least amount of tailoring. Clothes are not made for the masses. I mean, clothes are made for the masses. They're not specifically tailored to your body type. So if I have to do a lot of tailoring and I see people do this sometimes, they're like, no, no, I'll just tailor it. You sometimes you can ruin the garment by tailoring it. And the tailor, a good tailor will tell you that. So you want the least amount of tailoring. Tailoring is very expensive and you've got to get someone who knows what they're doing. Um, and I say, make sure that it goes with at least five odd, um, items from your closet. It should go in with things you already have. You should buy things in mind with things you already have. And I think people will get um, a little bit off track when they want to buy novelty pieces. There's nothing wrong with the right. novelty piece. But make sure that you can wear it with something that you own. And people do this all the time. They're like, oh my gosh, I got this Chanel shoe. I couldn't leave it. It was this much money. <laughs> it was my size. Like, how could I leave it? When will I? Have? And I get it. I I respect the score. But it's got to go with something that you have. And if you have to buy something for it, great. But just don't make it be so complicated. Because then again, it it, it defeats the score in a way. So I know you like brands. Do you shop in any like, I would say, I guess, big box stores? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I like I've never really bought anything at Target, but I'll tell you what I did do recently. And I, listen, I'm not opposed to it as long as it's something I like and I like the quality. And again, it fits me good. I buy things off of Amazon all the time. And, and people would okay. think that like I have this coat that was kind of popular on Amazon, but I found one that was looked like the rest of them, but had a little something extra special about it. I've never seen anybody with this coat on ever. I got complimented for it so much, so much so that my mom made me buy her one too. So now I, <laughs> I went and bought her one, but um, there are some things that if I find it and I love it, I will buy it from a big box store. I'm not opposed to it. Um, I bought recently a pair of bell bottom jeans because I just, Ooh. I, wanted, I kept, I've been on the search to find particular looking ones that I cannot find. And I found a pair online and it said it was from Walmart. I was like, I don't care. Ah! <laughs> I, did order them. I did order them, but they're sitting in California. So whenever I get back there, I guess I'll try them on. 
but it was a risk. And wow, it was a risk. <laughs> I'm open to take a risk. I just bought a dress from Neiman, not Neiman Markets, Nordstrom Rack. I really like to shop Nordstrom Rack. I'll be honest with you. Love Nordstrom Rack. Love, Especially love, love. In California, like they, I don't know why, but they have much better options there than they do in New York. But um, I just mm. bought a dress from them. It's from an Italian designer made in Italy. The dress cost me $69.99 and I got it yesterday and it is a fabulous dress. Ooh. That kind of makes me happy because in the summertime, I only wear dresses. That's what I like. That's my thing. And I really like to have a whole gang of dresses to choose from because sometimes in the summertime, you like to change two or three times. So, um, and you know, you could be going to a park, you'd be go, could be going to a dinner later at night. So I really like to have a ton of dresses that I love in my closet that I can take out and I don't have to worry about this goes from the park to dinner or anything like that. I just want to really love my dress. And if it has pockets, even better. I love strapless <laughs> and I love pockets and a line. That's my thing. I think pockets are, we are all in love with pockets <sighs> in dresses. Are you kidding me? <laughs> pockets, the pockets. I agree a hundred percent. Pockets are a must. <laughs> well, I think we, we had some great takeaways. And so I really hope that whoever tuned into us today learned something. They got something. They're like, okay, I got it. Um, check my closet, make a list, have a plan. Don't go shopping in a rush. Check the items before I leave the store. Know nope. my return policy. One thing that I didn't ask you about is something I'm very careful about. And I would really urge people to be very careful about this. You know, shopping on Instagram, I have to say, is one of the things I love. I don't know. Something about just clicking it on Instagram and getting <laughs> it to my door, you know, in two or three days. It's just exciting because I'm scrolling. I'm not there to shop. But all of a sudden, I find this great thing. And now I love it. And now I can't wait to receive it. So the shopping on Instagram, something about it is exciting to me. But there are all these like dummy brands and they get people. And so I would just really urge people to be careful with that. And that if they're a really cute or, you know, fun and influential style girl on Instagram, be careful with brands that are trying to scout you and make you pay to buy their crappy brand and then ask you to be a brand ambassador or things like that. Cause they have, you know, it's like anything, right? There's scams anywhere, but I would just urge people to be really careful with that. And I would definitely say, you know, Fit is very important. So make sure that things fit you well and that it fits your body type. It complements your body type. It complements your personality and that you absolutely love it. If you're on the fence. And I think that's so important about absolutely loving it. If it, uh, dressing for your body type and the fit, that makes a difference if you love it. I've had pieces where I've gotten them and I'm like, it doesn't fit exactly right. Even though I love it. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. But you're just like, no, when I put it back on in the mirror, it's just not fitting in the right spot. And it's not something like worth getting tailored or worth getting altered. Take it back. Get like, take it back. <laughs> yes. If it doesn't fit a quit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is so funny. Um, Talitha, thank you so much for being here today. You're I welcome. hope that 
that both of our senses of style and fashion have helped someone else somewhere today just be a better shopper, right? The whole thing is about the art of shopping and there really is an art. If you do it right, you will be happy with what you buy. You don't want to spend all your hard-earned money buying things that you don't enjoy, that you don't love, that you don't get to wear because it's like throwing money in the garbage, really. I And don't think to yourself, that's okay. I can Poshmark it. That's okay. I can, <laughs> it's still, you're not getting your money's worth. And I'm just a person, I don't like to be wasteful. So, you know, if, if you want to be wasteful, go ahead. But I don't think there's any need to be wasteful. You can buy what you love. You can wear what you love. You can be happy of it. And, you know, you're a great example of that. And I'm sure that, you know, there are times that you spend a lot of money on your clothing, but I'm sure there mm -hmm. are times when you don't. And so it doesn't matter what your budget is. You can make it work. I promise you, there's always ways to make it work. And the internet makes that so much easier. And I would just say, if you don't know, if you're like, this is great information, but I'm not really sure what's my next step, how to proceed, or I don't trust myself that I know how to do this. You enlist somebody, you call somebody. Maybe you can contact Talitha Farrow on Instagram. <laughs> so give out your information, please. Now that yes. I'm in this position. <laughs> yes. So I have my personal Instagram page is Tal at Tally Farrow, T-A-L-I Farrow, which I do my clothes. I also am a baker. I have a baking business. So I have cakes and kind of lifestyle. But in a few nice. weeks, which is super exciting, I'm launching Single Black Housewife, which is moi. And it's all going to be lifestyle, fashion, cooking, uh, baking, and dating. Because New York City is a wild. I have I could literally write a TV series on the crazy dates that I've been on. And it's just fun. So I love it. It's going to be all things lifestyle of like being single black in New York city, but really have those qualities to like take care of a home and be a, a and be a wife. <laughs> this is so exciting. I did not know that. And I would love to hear your dating chronicles. In fact, I oh. had some very fun. Well, I wouldn't say fun, but interesting stories that most people would be like, uh, uh, that no, that did not happen to you or that did not. And I'll be like, yeah, but um, yes, Eliza, I would love to hear because that's literally people don't believe it actually happened. And you're like, but it did. I did not make this up. <laughs> right. And and the good the good thing about right the dating thing, the good thing about it is that once it happens to you once, they may get you once. They may even get you twice. But <laughs> once you know, you know. So it's really easy to cut it when it comes like, okay, bye. Okay. Bye. Uh-huh. No, thank you. So yeah, but that's so exciting. Thank you for sharing that. I'm glad you shared that. Yes, of course. At Tally Farrell. Did I say that right? Yes. Or oh. at single black housewife. Oh my gosh. I love it on Instagram. <laughs> and is that the same yes. thing on Twitter and Facebook? I don't have a Twitter, weirdly, but yes, on Facebook, it's my name, Talitha Farrow. Perfect. Yay. <laughs> Talitha, thank you so much for being here. Of thank course. Dropping some knowledge. I picked you for a reason and you, I, I was just so glad we didn't talk about this beforehand. I had no idea what you were going to say. And I'm so glad because you really like, and I was thinking about this before we even got on the podcast. I was like, if I didn't do what I did and I needed someone to help me shop, 
I would absolutely say, Talitha, can you go shopping with me? And so I'm sure oh. that everyone has a Talitha and an Eliza in their life. You find them. Uh, you take the information we've given you here and go shop and go live and go enjoy your wardrobe and go feel fabulous and go forth with your confidence. Because that's what we Yes. Do. And Eliza, I think I need you to come look at my closet. I really do. <laughs> you don't need me. I guarantee you, you don't need me. But I want you. I want you. <laughs> I'm a phone call away. I'm I'm always accessible to you. So um, you've got me. Uh, you've got me. Amazing. Thank you again, Salitha. Thank you for anyone who joins. And again, I really hope that you got something from this. Feel free to subscribe, like, comment, bring a friend, join the conversation, right? It's I always bring one person, but this conversation is here to include you. So feel free to get in on the conversation any way you can. And you can always DM me at uh, Wardrobe Boss on Instagram or Wardrobe Boss podcast on Instagram. And thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to bring a friend the next time. And thank you for joining the Wardrobe Boss podcast. Have a great day. Wardrobe Boss is hosted and produced by Eliza Perilla. Edited by Ken Johnson. Associate producer, Lauren Turner. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Find the Wardrobe Boss podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Wardrobe Boss is a mean old line media production. 